oceans. Two oceans will begin. You can either turn left towards your scheduled audit appointment, or you can turn right and go into the janitor's closet. Why would I go into the janitor? Not now. Breathe in. You can feel a slight pressure in your head. You turn the phone Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and knowing colleague Scrumby, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we ruminate on the 2023 Oscar results. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, so do something unlikely and join us in the janitor's closet as we begin episode 22. again this week but we've had the oscars and we did what do you think uh i i, I didn't I've, I've only pretty much seen the results so i've been all over the place this week um went to go see mark kermode well, be a fine very late yeah what, like three o'clock in the morning your time or something exactly exactly when i went to the mark kermode event the first thing he asked the audience was uh you know did you watch the oscars afterwards Maybe half the audience were like, yeah. And he was like, really? <laughs> really? Uh, but he played a few choice bits from the acceptance speeches, so, some of the nicer bits, you know, uh, Key's acceptance speech. What else did we have on that? I mean, it, 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 am I right in thinking that everything, everywhere, all at once now has the biggest Oscar haul ever? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. It has a bunch, but I don't know if, I don't know if that was ever. Yeah, someone mentioned that to me before and said, it did. well, it got more than Titanic. And I was like, well, that's good. Good, because it's a better movie than Titanic. <laughs> it absolutely is. It was nice to see that Jamie Lee Curtis was uh, thanking the fans, genre fans from horror, uh, who supported her all over all these years. Um so I'm thinking the format of this is we can kind of work our way through the list of results and give our give our takes on them. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good to me. So uh, first up, uh, we got the best animated feature, and on that we had nominations for Turning Red, uh, which I enjoyed, The Sea Beast, which is one I want to see but I've not seen yet. Um, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, uh, Marcel, The Shell with Shoes On, and the winner was Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio. Which, yeah, which I think should have won. Yes, but again, it's a, a feat of the engineering as much as anything else, which... Yeah, it had a little bit more heft to it. For any best picture. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, technically... Oh, so, uh, laughing with it. Yeah. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I just going to say technically, politically, you know, it had a little bit more weight than the rest of them. Though, you know, I'm happy with the rest of the films. Like I said, I haven't seen The Sea Beast, but uh, Marcel, Piss and Boots, Turning Red. You know, I enjoyed all those movies. Um, and Sea Beast looks good. Did you see that, by the way? I did not. Not yet. I want to. Cool. And for everything. Yeah, and I said something to the wife about the category. It's like the year when finally Pixar releases its best movie in a while, and they, uh, but they release it against Pinocchio, you know. Right, right. <laughs> it got a little bit snubbed as well because there was all that faux controversy around it, which was, which was silly. Um, and then obviously you have a few actors in Turning Red who were in Everything Everywhere All at Once as well. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, so good for good for Asians. Yeah. For Americans. I always found it a little bit odd that Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I, You know, I, I love the movie, but, and I know that's got animated bits in it, but it feels a little strange to be putting it into that category um, because you were talking about, you know, uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, part of the reason that you're, you're, you're glad about that. And so am I is the technical craft that went into it. Uh, and I think that's always like a part of the selection for best animated feature and not to belittle the animation in the film because it's good. Um, but most of it's live action. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, the, the animation aspect of it is subtle. It's there. It's more to, you know, Del Toro's point about the animation is filmmaking, you know, period. Right. Right. Uh, but so at least they recognize that, but yeah, it's also when everything is, you know, completely in the control versus the, the live action. Right. Right. You can make a similar sort of argument in terms of, well, you know, if, if, if that is considered, uh, you know, an animated feature than, you know, Harryhausen's work, uh, Jurassic Park, uh, certainly the original one you'd consider animation as well. Um, right. Shall we move on to the next category? Uh, best supporting actor. So we had, uh, Brendan Gleeson for Banshees of Inishirin, uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which I didn't see. Uh, Judd Hirsch uh, for the Fablemans, uh, uh, Beer, Barry. Oh God, don't don't make me pronounce his surname. Uh, Banshees Vinishiran and and Ki Hoi Kwan, uh, who actually won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Did you see yeah, those? Wait, those seemed weird. I mean, uh, uh, they were they were good uh-huh. you know, in them. Uh, uh, Barry Cohen and uh, um, Judd Hirsch. You know, they're actually really. Especially Judd Hirsch and the Fablemans, he's really yeah. integral to the story. But he has what a scene and a half, and exactly. Like seven lines. I mean, it's it's one of the things in the the trailer. I thought, oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Judge Hirsch. But you know, I'd probably seen half his lines in the trailer. Um, in the trailer, and and then the other half in the movie, which wasn't, which didn't amount to a great deal. You great character. Um. Mm-hmm. But not quite in the level of maybe Barry or Brendan from the Banshees of Inisherin, because those, those were, you could almost consider those, 
almost leading roles. They were just marginally kind of behind uh, a leading role in those parts. Yeah, but uh, but no, Quan uh, uh, deserves that. Like, definitely, just yeah, he just then that one, that one, and then just his his whole acceptance speech and his whole like awards time, just <laughs> you know, it's just that uh, goofy sincerity, gleeful. Behaving the way that we would. Somebody who's honestly happy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a human. Yeah. <laughs> Being genuinely excited to see these people as well around him, you know, um, was great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Causeway, I mean, I, that's that's a that's a funny one. Because um, I it didn't what, don't think it had a radar entirely. Well, yeah, and 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 just looking at some of the uh, reviews from the movies for the movie here. Uh, it's not got a great reception, a very sort of patchy reception as well. I mean, I'll check it out at some point just because I've got to be that completionist. But um, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, that's a funny one. Um, right. On to Best Supporting Actress. Um, so we had Angela Bassett for uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, Hong Chow for The Whale, uh, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inishirin. And Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Jamie Lee Curtis won it for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. And yeah, that was also a long time coming. Like that was. Yeah. Because she really, she really is great. And, you know, it's like supporting actresses, you know, supporting roles are supposed to prop up and move the, the main story. Right. So um, some of the others do but in a much you know smaller their amount of screen time or the role is much much less yeah you know a lot of people were complaining about Angela Bassett not winning but it was like but she, you know she was in a margin you know she was in an okay movie for one yeah and I mean she was supporting and she was good in it I mean no knock against her but it was like was that really best I mean best and then when compared especially compared to either uh Jamie Lee Cooter Curtis or Stephanie Hsu from yeah. Everything Everywhere. Uh, just and this, you know, to be honest, I think Stephanie Hsu probably deserved it over Jamie Lee Curtis, but Jamie Lee Curtis has earned it, you know, over time. Over time. Nice to yeah. see. Yeah. And and <laughs> similar to An- Yeah. And similar to Angela Bassett, I think Carrie Condon, though she was really good in the Banshees of Inishirin, um, she was a pretty marginal character as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one that I would call out is uh, Hong Chow in The Whale. Uh, though I was a bit mixed about that movie, that performance was really good. Um, and she was also good in, in the menu as well as the kind of. Oh, right. Yeah. Sort of maitre d', the one that sort of tour takes them on the tour through the island and is a little bit psychotic. Um, but yeah, she's got a future, you know, you know, sort of, again, sort of looking at Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, think Stephanie Sue and uh, Hong Chow, they have amazing futures ahead of them. Um, I, I think they'll, they'll be hearing themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, next, uh, best documentary feature. Um, this is a tricky one because as I have not seen many of these um so we have all that breathes 
um, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Um, I believe that's the movie about the pharmaceutical sponsorship of uh, the the Met Museum in New York and all the blood money that kind of went into it uh, and and this this protest that starts. I wanted to see that, haven't seen it. Um, then there's Fire of Love, uh, which is a documentary about two volcanologists. Uh, takes all their archive footage. I've, I did that is the one I have seen on the list. Uh, oh, yeah, a really good movie. Terrible voiceover in it. That is completely unnecessary. Um, House made of splinters. Um, again, not seen it. Uh, and then the winner is uh, Navalny. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to to catch any of these, but Navalny is the one about. Uh, another one yeah yeah right um Navalny is though the one whose story that I think most people will know because it's about the the poisoning uh uh with Novichok of you know Putin's uh, uh political nemesis you know Navalny uh in the UK um so yeah I do want to see that um but again I don't really have too much to say on any of these movies aside from fire love is great, but the, the voiceover from Miranda July has, has some things to be left to be desired. So, um, and the, uh, the political, uh, impact of, of Navalny is, can't be understated, especially this, you know, now it's yeah. dragging yeah. on here with the illegal invasion of Ukraine and, I'm, you know, just going to say, I wish, you know, SEAL Team 6 would just go and do their job and we could all be done with this. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's my American short circuit. <laughs> and, uh, and... Yeah, I know where you're coming from. Uh, and then the other movies that we have on that list is uh, All That Breathes. Um, so I did see the trailer for that just this week. Um, and it's about two Indian brothers uh, who... Um, rescue birds that are that are that are kind of dying from pollution in India. Um, but again, that's quite small scale. You know, you're sort of talking about again, Navalny is kind of connects to yeah. the wider things that are going on in the world. Um, again, Fire of Love, really intimate story about these these two really interesting people. Uh, but it doesn't really have that global scale. All the beauty and the bloodshed is kind of going toward that way because of the whole you know, uh, ethics of pharmaceutical companies. But again, that is very much kind of an American problem on the whole because things work differently there. On one of those Yeah. Yeah. Um, not for the better. And the, uh, just had to look this up. A house made of splinters is about an orphanage, uh, in Ukraine, uh, actually. So, um, uh, I, I, I'd not, uh, seen anything about that and I've not had an opportunity to see that yet. So, um, right. Okay. The next category I think is going to be really, really difficult for us. Uh, best live action short. Uh, so we have, um, uh, the red suitcase, night ride, le pupil, Ivalu, and the winner was an Irish goodbye. Um, I mean, the one thing that I will say about this 
is this category tends to be a bit of um, a sneak peek on, on, on people that we will see later, uh, like Martin McDonough, who did the Banshees of Inishirin, uh, had has a great uh, live action short, which he won the Oscar for, I think, uh, in the early 2000s. Um, and if you've not seen it, it's on YouTube check it out it's 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 really good and it's got brendan gleason in it as well oh right yeah yeah right, right. yeah um okay best cinematography so um i mean this is the weird thing so, so some of these nominations you know uh are for films that were released in two or three cinemas um haven't had their general release and uh most people wouldn't have seen it which i always find is a little bit bizarre so one of the nominees is bardo uh a false chronicle of a handful of truths and i think that's uh quaron's latest movie um and it's kind of a abstract personal story kind of like eight and a Fellini's eight and a half kind of thing uh from what i've seen in the trailer uh, and then we have Elvis nom- nominated, Empire of Light, Tar, and All Quiet on the Western Front. And I think the right film won here. I, I don't know what your thoughts are. Out of what's there, yeah. Out of what's here. Yes, yes. That's a good point. Out of what was nominated, because Roger Deakins posted a good little uh, like op-ed sort of thing of, what they said the best cinematography of last year wasn't nominated because it's a superhero movie, and that was the Batman. Well, which, absolutely, yeah. Which is stunning. And the cinematography in that is amazing. And he's saying that from a position because he's he, he was the cinematographer for Empire of Light as well. Um, so you know he's got one of his films nominated in there. By nominated, yeah, right. but but again, it's 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 you know, if if I were going to nominate Deacons for for his work, this would probably be a lot more low key than than some of the most more stunning examples of what he could yeah. do with cinematography. So, um, and Tar as well, I think I thought was was pretty good again, but it was quite low key, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it is good cinematography, but it's, you know, it's basically, it's okay, but it's them doing their job. Yeah. It's not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. what happens when you don't notice it or something, right? But, yeah. You know, but, and the, you know, war movie, of course, they're like, yeah, war movie, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad because as, as, as I think, I think All Quiet in the Western Front really didn't get that much attention at least in terms of like the marketing push and all of this doesn't really have any well-known actors in it um so i'm pretty happy to see that it's getting a little bit of attention there um but yeah out of that group pretty happy with with, with that i i think the elvis the cinematography in elvis is fine but it's a little bit over the top for my tastes i think it's just that typical baz Luhrmann, way too flashy like Right. Way too slick. Yeah, for a biopic, yes. Yes. I think it works on some of the stuff where he just is freely admitting, this is a musical, you know, this is what I'm doing. Um, and and that works. But yeah, here it was, yeah, didn't 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 quite click with me. Um, best makeup and hair. So we've got All Quiet on the Western Front again, uh, nominated uh the Batman. 
Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and the winner is The Whale. I, 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 and, and this is what, this is not a category that I would usually have, you know, a lot of feelings on, but I'm not sure about this. I think, um, I mean, I mean, I, I still haven't seen Wakanda Forever yet, Noland. Um, it's just one of those. It, it's a longer movie, so I've not. I try to limit it during the the weeks, uh, the weeknights, as to to what films I've watched. So that just keeps getting sort of bumped. Um, but what are your what are your thoughts on this one? Um, what what films do you think might? So uh, my prob my biggest problem it comes up with it is the and it's what three, it's Elvis. Uh, two people in Elvis getting into fat suits, and right. then a third. But you know, it's also you know, it's like are there not huge actors that could do it? Well, maybe not, maybe maybe not. You know, it's 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 a problematic. I thing. absolutely yeah. yeah. It's well done, but again, what what are you doing? But what but, are you doing over there? but the makeup and the hair on that, I would say, is a one trick pony. Do you, do you know on on the whale on the winner? Yeah. I would say a, a, a it's 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 a one trick pony there, um, and it's not kind of a general you know across the movie um, piece of work that you might see see on other things, and it's yeah I I yeah it doesn't doesn't sit real comfortably here I I'm not I'm not really bothered about the man I mean, you know oh oh the makeup and the the rest is. As as well, you know, uh, any, any anything from All Quiet on the Western Front, and the Batman. Actually, that's another thing. And, and it's 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 funny because in part of the cinematography for the Batman, you know, the use of like dirty lenses, like actually dirty lenses instead of like digitally adding it mm -hmm. on the end, uh, is, for for me is almost like a kind of makeup that they they put into that film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's another one. Uh, they also have a fat suit. No, that was the other one. Oh, that's true. That's true. The Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, none. I, I don't think there's anything that sort of stands out here. I'm trying to think of like I'd have to go back through the history of uh, best makeup and hair to see what the uh, right. What, what the, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. That might be kind of an interesting one to do. Little little out of our regular. Uh, League. Yeah, yeah, and the one person I've known in the industry was actually doing makeup and hair. <laughs> oh, but yet I come away knowing very little. Um, right, the next one. Well done. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, best costume design, um, and the nominees on this one are Babylon, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris, and the winner was Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which, yeah, I think is a decent choice. Yeah, pretty much a no-brainer on that. Right. I mean, the others are good, but not like like we're you know, and it's a thing. It's like um, you know, kind of like with somebody winning a Best Actor Oscar for doing an impersonation, right, of someone famous versus someone coming up with something original. You know, if you're recreating stuff from the 20s or something like that, yeah, right, a lot of work, and you could do it really well, but you're just recreating something that was in existence, yeah, not creating something brand new. Oh, totally get you on that. 
and I'm judging this just from what I've seen in the trailer, you know, just just really kind of rich and vibrant and and from the first movie as well. Um, just being very impressed with that. Um, actually, it's interesting going back to the makeup and hair. Um, that's one of the few categories where everything everywhere all at once didn't get a nomination. Um, but the more I think about it, th there were there were amazing um amounts of 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 hair and makeup in that because there were umpteen versions of every character um you had that amazing transformation of jamie lee curtis practically being unrecognizable in the character that she was and it it, it, it wasn't a fat suit was it it was a it was just the way the other she's dressed and the hair and makeup that that made transformed her into that character and her performance, of course. So yeah. anyhow, anyhow, um, yeah. right. Best international film. Um, this is, this is a, always a weird category for the Oscars because it's, right. it's, it's always really <laughs> homogenized. Um, uh, you know, it, especially as someone that, that lives overseas and we tend to get quite a few international movies, um, or non-English movies. Uh, in particular, um, so these these feel quite limited, and you could almost predict the ones that they're they're going to be submitted. Um, so the oh. nominees were Argentina, nineteen eighty five, which was uh, actually I've seen all the movies in this category. Um, Argentina, nineteen eighty five. That was um, that about the whole sort of uh, trial uh, around the sort of Pinochet stuff. And yeah, that was really good. Uh, Close, which I've only just seen recently. Um, Ia, which which is about these two boys who have a, a really close friendship, and it kind of starts getting turned upside down when they, they have to go to high school, and people think that they're a couple because they've been so close. They've been in, in like, you know, friends since, since early childhood, and they're kind of confronted with, with this, and it it it's a good movie it's a really good movie uh eo which is basically a story about a donkey that escapes the circus and goes across poland um and uh the quiet girl uh from ireland which is amazing um and then the winner was all quiet on the western front which i'm not sure i i i, th I think i think when when we were doing our lists i put all quiet at the western front quite high uh, but among what we have listed here, I, I, I would have gone for, um, the quiet girl and possibly close, um, among those two, even though the quiet girl's an Irish film, it is in the Irish language. So it is, is, is a foreign language movie. Um, but yeah, oh, gotcha. That's I mean, th these, these are all good movies actually in my mind. So that, that's, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Nothing that I'm I'm offended uh, has made the list. Um, uh, oh, okay, we're not going to do great here, I'm afraid. Um, the best documentary short. Um, uh, the Elephant Whispers, Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate, and the winner is uh, The Elephant Whispers. I, do you know what I wish they would do with these shorts is um, actually... 
edit them into uh, an anthology so people actually watch them you know watch all of them um because uh yeah that would be good that would be a lot easier it'd be easier to keep up with these things as well um and the same thing with the next category best animated short um which which we i think we've talked about one of the nominees was my year of dicks um when the list first came out um and then there was an ostrich told me the world is fake and i think i believe it uh these are just great titles <laughs> just uh ice merchants the flying sailor and the winner uh is uh the boy the mole the fox and the horse and i actually saw the trailer for this for the first time today and it looks amazing it looks really good See, I would assume you would have made because it's British and all the British actors that are, you know, A-listers that you know, voiced in it. And yeah. Apparently it's a, a book, a, ch- a children's book. Or yeah, and I didn't realize a that. A book or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I just assumed you would have been like no, all over it. No, oh, yeah, we did this all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. It completely came out of nowhere on this one. Um, so I think it is probably like a small. Yes, yeah. It's probably some small studio that's that that's created it, but uh, I mean, yeah, the, the the trailer. I mean, what what's what what I found striking about it is not just the animation, but like the tone of it is. It seems very very positive and wise, uh, and yeah, I'm quite interested to 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 to, to check that one out. Um, right on to the next category, we got best production design, and the nominees are the Fablemans. Elvis, Babylon, Avatar, The Way of Water, and the winner, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, and it's always a tough one because I go, they're all, I mean, they all have to be really good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, that's that was that thing, you know, you think about the Academy voters, too. Like, you know, I don't know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this thing means. So, uh, that one looked cool. The war movie, I'm sure it was great, you know? Well, uh, I mean, the which funny again, no disservice to the winner. Yeah, um, the fact that it's just, so it's kind of ambiguous. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I mean, I, I think think from my point of view, in terms of my taste, is 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 I I I appreciate the production design, um, but it needs to feel natural. You know, like I can, it 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 shouldn't like jump in your face. Um, so so a good example is well so all quiet in the western front at no point did did i even consider the production design in it. you know it, 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 i just immersed in it it was it was fine whereas um the fablemans um though the detail was all very very good there was something about it that felt a bit too manicured um do you know what i mean like it, it those, those were very very sort of deliberate sets and that's not even a bad thing because kubrick did that you know to the nth degree but i think paired with the cinematography it worked better um do you know what i mean so it's a did mm-hmm. uh just, just something about the fablemans yeah. came across as a little odd like there there is a point where um the way it sort of flits between real locations and then like staged locations sometimes like there's a they have a picnic out in and for whatever reason they didn't do it on location you can tell it's it was just yeah really distracted me and the same thing with elvis elvis does that too 
Um, and then Avatar The Way of Water. Um, is it production design? Um, no, because it's entirely designed. True. Yeah. yeah I mean, but but then then 100%. I, I mean, in, in, well, like something like Dune, though, um, it the production design there was done in a way where they actually had to consider like, okay, if you lived in a world where this existed, you know, what, what would it look like? Practically, how would it work? And, um, I think there was a lot more consideration in it. And that was, you know, something completely made up that I felt like I, you know, you got sand under your nails watching that movie um just the way that they did it um yeah that's a funny category it'd be interesting to see what the guidance is that they get on these categories when voting um actually when i used to work for an academy member um they get they used to get i'm sure it's all digital now but they used to get a bunch of uh dvds sent them with the expectation that they had to watch all of the nominees right. of which there were hundreds right. and you know yeah, right. i'm not convinced they all watch all of them <laughs> you know um which is why they have this advertising to say hey you know we sent you these watch mine before you watch this other one because you know the others probably aren't going to win um so it's a weird 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 system um Right, best original score. By the way, can I? I'm I'm, I'm gonna just jump out for a moment here from from the the Oscars discussion. But did you see the Bad Batch um, episode twelve? I think with Crosshair. Yes, that had amazing yes. music. <laughs> that had incredible music. So I, I watched it twice second time was just to kind of savor the music in it but it was really really good and it wasn't it, it just completely did the best thing for any of this this star wars stuff that's gone out there is that it it it, it didn't try to mimic uh john williams it created something new and i think the same thing with like mandalorian having that new sound brought it up a notch you know it just said right this is something else. Anyhow, back to best original score. Yeah. So our nominees are Babylon, The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, and the winner was All Quiet on the Western Front, which is the one I remember the most. Because, but but it, I don't remember it being that complex. I remember there being those the the, the almost siren like tone that just kept hammering out like the, you know, the, the chimes of a clock. Um, oh, uh -huh. but yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah. Mm. you know, this, so like some of those, I hadn't, you know, this gamut all quiet. It's the only one we did not see before the, the Oscars. And right. Had a chance to catch it yet. So, you know, the score, you know, my always problem with it is, you know, they'll do the, uh, yeah, it's like with best original song too, where they do the same thing. Well, reward yeah. the the ones like you know again as much as I love John Williams, it also he tells you exactly how to feel. Right, and I hate that. Right, uh, that really annoys me. Uh, I mean, he didn't used to, but since probably about mid '80s onward, that's all he's done. 
Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's, so they're like, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's a good soundtrack. I'm like, well, is it? Mm. When it's so obvious, when it's so blatant, you know, anytime right. like that, it almost feels forced or like, see, we're, you know, we're controlling, you know, we control the horizontal. Yeah. The control vertical. <laughs> uh, the outer limits. But, uh, hey, there you go. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, that idea is like, I, I like something that's, you know, sparse and different, like the, um, like the soundtrack to uh, Pinocchio. I thought that was outstanding because the songs were not normal music right. kind of songs uh, or definitely not normal Hollywood musical kind of songs. So, you know, like, why not, why not go for, you know, reward something like that that's actually more, more innovative and try to create something new. Okay, well, I, I, I think in that, that description applies to All Quiet on the Western Front because it is very hands-off. Okay. Um, there is like a, 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 a bit of a riff that drops in every so often, but isn't intrusive, doesn't tell you what you're meant to feel, but it, it just kind of adds a bit of ominousness. <laughs> it, it's, it's like a, it's, it's almost like a musical thunderclap where you, you know, a storm is kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's very sparse super sparse um so i'm i'm a little surprised that it managed to to win on this one and then i mean in the other thing is a lot of soundtracks can be very generic do you know what i mean and you you sort of talk about john williams as well and i think 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 there are a lot of uh, composers that 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 follow that lead uh, and 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 they don't they don't even do it quite as well as as he did either and it becomes a sort of almost washed out kind of background noise yeah. you know um yeah right um next category best visual effects and we have as nominees uh top gun maverick Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, The Batman, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, and the winner, Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you see, this is one I don't think will stand up over time. I think this will date very quickly. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, but it is, you know, for, for its date and time, you look at the category, and it's looking at things that kind of move the goalposts. So, um, and, and it definitely does that. I mean, that's what they set out to do. That's what they did. You know, that's about all they did, in my opinion. But, uh, but they did accomplish that. And that's, you know, putting the technology to its fullest use. Is it, is it, I mean, the one thing, you know, the amazing to me, you know, um, in that, I mean, again, they did do an amazing job with it, I thought. Uh, but Sigourney Weaver playing her, her daughter playing her teenage daughter, mm-hmm. but she did all the mocap for it. Yeah. And they were able to take that and make this whole other person, but that is her, but it's not, you know, that, that was like impressive. That's, uh, no, no, I, you know, and you could tell the people that were there, you know, it, it kind of, kind of, it, it's, it's thinning the, the veil a bit, uh, while also expanding. Yeah. Some of the others. So, I mean, this is a category where I would have liked to have seen everything everywhere win. And it's not even nominated. Yes, absolutely. Um, just because. Now, also, yeah. what, what are my winner? Yeah. For it would have been not a movie, but just the Batmobile from the Batman. 
writes just that. Actually, his own Oscar. Hey, do you know it what? Was, it was it was the best character of last year. Okay, well, well, let's let, let's drop back to a couple of categories behind best production design, the Batman. Easily, oh yeah, easily. Um, because as as that has as as all the facets that you want in in production design, because it's it's the whole creating a world. You know, it has a mix of costumes, something familiar, but something yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the vehicles yeah. that they had to make they. Well, and the this this version of the the character's story is where it's all you know. It's clear he's done all this. You know, it's so clear. It's so like straight right. level. Yeah, which is what that you know that first early Batman basically we'll call him uh, yeah. to me is, uh, and uh, uh, so you know uh, you know rather than finding a cave, it's like oh, and disuse subway uh, station, perfect. right? Yeah, you know, and then it would have access. You know, there would be secret access to it, perfect. Right. Um, you know, everything looks like he built that rather than it was always that thing of like, okay, so there's these contractors, I guess they just build layers. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> then, then he kills them or wipes uh, their mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, between that and, and again, the Batmobile itself. Right. I mean, the way they, oh, yeah, it's just it's an amazing, it's amazingly well handled, far better than it deserved to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. But but absolutely showing what it should have gotten all along, you know. Uh, everybody's like, but it's just a car. I'm like, it's not just a car. <laughs> oh my god! Super <laughs> <laughs> <I> understand. <laughs> well, yes. So, but yeah, yeah, overall, you know, and then the thing like where he, t- where he has his mask off and he's got the you know the the, the makeup is under his eyes that he has mm. to put there. Yeah, the mask is all smudged. Yeah, and you know his hair is a mess. It's just like. Yeah, that's this is how it would be again. That keeps that he punk rock street level urban. He looks like he's come back from a, a hard day at work or a hard night at work. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it wouldn't be easy, would it? Um, and yeah, 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 I completely agree. The, the, yeah, the only other thing on the best visual effects, so, so, so the choice that, that I had here was everything everywhere, just because. Uh, and I, I expect that part of the reason that it wasn't nominated here is they were three essentially relative amateurs. Uh, three people did all the special effects. They had had almost no budget, and they needed to be extremely creative in, in what they did in creating this multiverse. And they stood toe-to-toe with Disney and Marvel and, you know, completely blew them out of the water and uh yeah i i I just think being forced to be inventive because as much as i respect what um you know was done with avatar um that was an endless pool of 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 money there and and i i think even the published costs of that movie i kind of side eye a little bit i think in it's it's been in production for a long time and it's had some rich backers and it it that has not been an issue for it yeah um cool uh on to the next category best original screenplay uh the nominees were the banshees of inishirin the fablemans tar uh triangle of sadness sorry it should be more neutral i bet uh and then the <laughs> Uh, but the winner was uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. So, which I think is yeah, yeah, good. 
Yep. Uh, totally agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm there too. Um, triangle of sadness, though. Again, I that that's it's it's it's, it's, it's another one of those Probably earlier coming out with a Criterion release of it. When it's like, oh yeah. Again, I'm I'm I, I'm convinced it is the Emperor's New Clothes. I I am not going. Nobody to... is willing to admit. Yeah. Well, that it sucks. Well, this I mean, it's still good. It's still worth watching. I but yeah. don't expect it to deliver on what it's trying to promise. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm not going to get gaslighted into thinking this is a great movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I, right. I think it's and it, and, it's, it, and and I quite like the director. I think he's really, really talented, and I think he's done some great stuff. And and even like we talked about the first ten minutes of this movie, promising so much, and then just dropping off a cliff. So, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right. Uh, best adapted screenplay. So the nominees on this one were All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Glass Onion, Knives Out Mystery. Is that an adapted screenplay? Really? Okay. Um, it, it is because they qualified because they were it was based on characters already created. I see. So because it's a sequel, it's like Top Gun Maverick. It's oh, the same thing. It was an adapted right. screenplay because it was based on a previous film. Understood. Understood. Or characters. So, so yes. Then Top Gun Maverick was nominated. Uh, Living, um, which was the remake of Akiru, and uh, Women Talking was the winner. Which absolutely should have been. Yeah. Which, which I think out of that, that was should... that was the we watched that was the last one we we watched. Uh, I don't know. That was the last one we watched on the Saturday night, the, the night before the Oscars, and and part of me was like, why isn't this up for best picture? I mean, you know, right. this, this is it, it's tough, but and in terms of best picture, um, you know, we'll talk about this, but basically, um, it absolutely deserves something at least this, yeah, uh, award, you know, uh, something out of it, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was, yeah, I was blown away how how good it was. But uh, you know, thinking about like what you had said after uh, when you reviewed it after after you'd watched it uh, a little while ago, and uh, being more like a play, which it is. Yeah. Um, which which hinders it in terms of some filmic language, but not in terms of language, language. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just uh, uh, how well done it was. Like, um, it, it impressed me how 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 much they got into that i you know i mean in in one of the things that surprises me on that is not having any nominations on there you know for 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 you know jesse buckley or uh rooney mara or ben wishaw was very good in it as well as ben wishaw yeah uh um, it'd be weird to dominate the, the one dude from it would be weird to talk barely wins right <laughs> but but this is the thing, Ingus. I I think in, in not having multiple nominations for the uh, supporting actor of that bit because that was just a smorgasbord of, of of great supporting actor roles and and yeah. bigger than some of the ones that have been nominated. You know, I think they were all pretty crucial to the story. Um, cool. Uh, right. Uh, cracking along. Best sound. Um. Uh, the nominees were All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and the winner, Top Gun Maverick, which I, I think is 
correct. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that. Yeah, they they really nail that. You really feel like you're. Yeah. In that, you know. So yeah, I, I had no problem with that. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised as Avatar: The Way of Water got a nomination on there, um, and I know that it used various things like your your multipoint sound and and all of this, which you can only appreciate if you're in the right environment. But uh, the uh, you know more the more the above the line technical award. So you know one of the few they give out during this ceremony, not the technical award ceremony. So yeah. It makes sense that it would get nominated for that. They're like, oh yeah, it's it's a technical a technical achievement. Therefore, right. But I think I th- think Maverick is a good example of where you know the effect is the the actual visual effect is twenty percent and the sound is eighty percent and it's the sound that sells it right. And Avatar is completely the other way around. In fact, you probably got ninety-five percent visual, and you got five percent audio. And and I th- I think they could have probably done a lot more in that movie to to focus on the sound to 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 really sell the effects that you're looking at. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm getting at. I, mean, I think it's the same thing with like Jurassic yeah. Park. You know, oh really selling that that there's something in there from the tapping of the claws on the 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 floor to you know all that stuff just starts starts convincing you that that it's not cg you're looking at and i think that's part of the problem that i have like avatar right it's it's too disconnected it's all it's all all like a floaty balloon Mm -hmm. to me but yeah uh best original song um okay uh not so to me it was no question yeah, yeah. So we had applause. The one, the one was like no question. Yeah, tell it like a woman. Hold my hand. Top Gun Maverick. Lift me up. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Uh, this is a life. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And then the winner being Natu Natu uh, from Triple R. Um, which yeah, and the yeah, and the the performances. You know, they're again Lady Gaga stripping off all her makeup. You know, going down to the. <laughs> jeans and t-shirt thing and then yeah and then saying this is somehow some kind of intensely personal song i'm like dude it's for a war movie come on right right uh get over <laughs> yourself <It's> like, uh, <laughs> the other was the uh weird performance like i don't know what was up if there were technical issues for the everything everywhere thing but you know and it's the song itself is you know yeah full of like you know dissonant harmonies and things like that but that just did not translate Ooh, no, there's been, there's been some controversy around that as well. Um, because oh, there's, there, there, there was, I, either there was very little or no, um, uh, Southeast Asian representation. Um, so I think the two leads that were dancing there were, uh, Australian and Canadian. Um, and, uh, just happened to be, but, but they had dark skin, but, they don't even have roots <laughs> in in India. Uh, they, oh to be fair, they did try to get the actual leads, but you know they 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 couldn't make it for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, it sounded like sounded like it was mishandled. I can't comment on it because I didn't see it. Well, that's uh, well, and again, I'm I'm talking about the everything everywhere, not not to not to. Oh right, right. Oh no, no, yeah, on the not to not to. Uh, yeah, that that's that what was going on in the background. Um, 
Although for the for the not another one, I mean, yeah, they couldn't get the leads just for whatever reason. But the guys that did it, I thought did a great, great job. But they also, uh, you know, like uh, some of the other folks, you know, that were there, you know, were supposed to be like the white characters from the film. So you know, they're just they're getting there. They're all dancing together versus you know, yeah, how it's the confrontational bit in the movie. But still, uh, those folks winning, yeah, was a you know big moment. And his acceptance speech was you know. To quote you, quoting the Carpenters. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Give that guy more awards. <laughs> cool. So, uh, next category uh, best editing. So, we have uh, Banshees of Sheeran, Elvis, Tar, uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, yeah. everything all sure. everywhere all at once. Understand the category. Yeah. I guess that's the. Banshees, really? Why? I mean, yeah. Oh, I like the movie, so it must have good editing or something. I don't know. Like versus, you know, everything everywhere, which again kills me because the guy up being up there. I don't know if you saw his speech, but he's like, "This is the second project I've ever worked on. I'm still in film school." This yeah, weird. Like, but it's like, no, you did an excellent job, son. Oh, but but you know. if you've seen what he did, uh, is it was yeah. so layered and so complex and. Um, yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, definitely deserved it. Um, oh, absolutely. It, no, it's the editing in that one. I mean, it's everything in that movie, right? But it, it's especially the editing that doesn't show you the low budget they made it on. Right. No, totally. The, his, his editing like totally, uh, covers that oh. and it looks so slick and so professional and mm. everything matches up so perfectly within each thing. Like if you didn't have a, just a crackerjack editor, that movie would not be what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, and then some of these like, well, sort of Elvis and Top Gun, I sort of feel like, yeah, you got a great future in making commercials going forward. Probably guarantee that you're yeah. able to do that. Yeah, the commercials. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well done. But yeah, like you said, everywhere, everywhere all at once. Uh, it was through clever editing that made the effects look like they were, you know, uh, top tier expensive effects made by a huge studio. Um, but then, and and it, it wasn't just in service of that. It was also making sure that the story is paced, you know, properly. Um, and yeah. I, I mean, I would, I, I think this category does best with films that are quite uh, dense and fast paced. And going back to the banshees of issues, exactly. that is not very dense or fast paced. So the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> right. Totally. Right, and that, and and the way the, this sort of balances between the cinematography and best editing in a lot of ways as well, because those slower movies really kind of depend on the cinematography to kind of tell the story mm -hmm. and 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 eke it out, um, yeah, or enhance or yeah, keep you interested or something like that. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, best director. So we had uh, Mark Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin nominated, Steven Spielberg for the Fable ones. Uh, Todd Field for Tar, uh, Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, and of course the the two Daniels who won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, and uh, yeah, totally, totally well earned. Although you know, yeah. especially uh, McDonough in that was, uh, you know, it's it's a well directed film because given its yeah subject matter and pacing and setting, you're still fascinated. Yeah, good director's going to do that. So, and and what he can get out of those actors yeah, as well. The Daniels are just great. 
Yeah. 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 I'm not. Yeah. I'm just going to do their thing. Let's just protest. And it's, 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 it's also nice that, um, you know, so we talk about, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, being able to win after all these years of, of effort that she's had on our side. But then there's the flip side of the coin is also launching careers, you know, like with the two Daniels and the, the, you know, the, the all the people that worked on everything all everywhere all at once, just being fairly new to the industry. And, uh, this, this, this really sort of kickstarts things for them, which is nice uh, instead of rubber stamping someone that yes. has been around for ages. Um, best actor. So we had, uh, nominated, uh, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inisherin, Paul Meskel for After Sun, uh, Bill Nighy for Living, and the winner was Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Um, not agreeing with this one. I think Colin Farrell should have won it. Or somewhere between Colin Farrell and Paul Meskel. But I think the fact that Paul Meskel is not a very well-known actor, the nomination in and of itself has given a boost to his career already. So, sure, yeah, exactly. And uh, it's that same, uh, you know, path out, pack in, path thing. You know, him and and Quan, and even Jimmy mm-hmm. Curtis, and sort of thing. Yeah, that kind of night. You know, they get in that. The Academy likes to get in that kind of mode when they have the opportunity, and I'm like. Like, oh, look how good we are. Right. Uh, or it's like, well, let's look how good you were the last 20 years for these moments. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the thing about it is, 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 and again, this is what I'll say about the whale is, is, is I really liked most of the characters in the movie, including Brendan Fraser. Um, but if anything, the makeup was distracting from it. If it was a radio play, I probably would have enjoyed it even more than what I'd seen on screen. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd one. And Paul Meskel and after Sun is awesome, but it's quite an understated performance as is Colin Farrell's in the Banshees of Inisherin. And it, you know, those two had roles that were quite difficult, uh, though, like Austin Butler for Elvis, um, felt like an impression. I mean, it was a convincing impression. I don't want to sort of pull him down yeah. too much, but you know, um, yeah, it's somewhere b- behind those other guys and probably behind Bill Nighy as well, because, uh, Bill Nighy was excellent in, in, in living. Yeah. But and yeah, he's also always excellent. Right? He is. Yeah. Right. And best actress. So we had, uh, Kate Blanchett for tar, uh, Anna de Armas for blonde, uh, which is a controversial one, but I'm glad she had, had a nomination in there. Uh, the next one's controversial as well. And Andrea Riseborough, uh, to Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams for the Fablemans. I think these are all great performances by the way. Uh, and then Michelle, you know, won for everything everywhere all at once. Which I'm kind of happy for, but I mean, any, uh, again, because of the career, it's sort of similar to Jamie Lee Curtis, because I think, uh, maybe a, a couple of those other performances are, uh, and a notch higher, uh, but, uh, we will certainly see those other people going forward. So, oh yeah. 
Cool. Um, right. Oh, we're starting to run out of time. So, best picture. Um, God, how many nominations they have? All Quiet on the Western Front. Sure, that's fine. Uh, um, Avatar: The Way of Water. Not his best picture, I don't think. Um, Banshees of Inisherin. Certainly. Elvis. Uh, the Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun: Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. Women Talking. And the winner went to everything, everywhere, all at once, of course. Yep. Which again, well, well-deserved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, I mean, this is the thing. There's so little variety in these, which which, which kind of goes back to what I was saying about, you know, members of the Academy being sent these, uh, you know, movies to watch. And I'm not convinced they're watching all of them because <laughs> we, we would see a lot more variety in here and surprises and all of this. Um, but I think they're just what look, you know, they're opening up variety and they're going like, oh, yeah, I've not seen that one yet. I probably should watch that one because it's got a big page spread. <laughs> um, I mean, the closest that we came to it, it caused such a fuss, was the Andrea Riseborough thing. Uh, for two Resley, and that that was that was an amazing performance. It was very good. Um, probably should watch that one because it's got a big page spread. Um, I mean, the closest that we came to it, it caused such a fuss, was the Andrea Riseborough thing uh, for two Resley, and that that was that was an amazing performance. It was very good. Um, but you know, it kicks up a fuss, it, which kind of. Yeah, I kind of wonder about the exclusivity, you know, um, and a lot of, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that the Daniels have managed to break through, you know, is a good thing. So overall, I'm pretty happy with how the Oscars turned out. Um, you know, uh, you know, we got our, our triple R. I mean, usually the best original song. I don't even care who wins. But yeah, this year I was quite happy that triple R. Uh, one, because I was like, oh, I know one of them. <laughs> I actually remember one of them. <laughs> um, uh, even with things like, like the sound, like Top Gun Maverick, I think, yeah, more than deserving on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Women Talking. Uh, I, I didn't really find too much that, that well, I didn't, I'm trying to, I'm just scooting back through these. Um, I don't think I found anything particularly offensive i think anything anything that i thought was odd was probably in the nominations but they didn't win so it's fine um <laughs> um also uh i looked it up and uh, everything everywhere won nine uh so that's still too shy of titanic's 11 oh oh okay all right i i shall throttle the person that told me that <laughs> uh <laughs> Great stuff. So, what do you got planned uh, in the coming week? Um, not much. Probably some good downtime. So, we'll try to catch up on a few of these others. Try to try to hunt down the documentaries and then the the shorts. That's yeah, always, uh, it's always worthwhile. Like watching the shorts is always fun because there's some other good stuff that you find going through. And like you said, lays laying seed work for bigger and better a lot of the time, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's usually something interesting in there. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably because uh, the Academy members have time to watch those ones. You know, exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll make the time for that. Yeah, watch it on their phone. <laughs> uh, 
so I'm checking out a couple of movies that I've come across um, uh, from, so I can't remember what the name of the site is. I think it's just, it's it's, it's, a, it's on Facebook. It's a group that just does weird movies. Uh, most of it's garbage that gets posted on there. It is weird, but garbage. But I saw a couple that caught my eye and there was one, uh, I think I heard about it through TikTok. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and it's a mo- one movie is new and it's called the outwaters. It, it was 2022 anyhow. Um, and it is, uh, meant to be a found footage, uh, horror movie where excursion into the Mojave desert turns, uh, a little bit weird. You can't even sort of trust what you're seeing and hinges at some point in the story it it, apparently it's a little bit of a a love it or hate it kind of movie um but it's some people have mentioned skinnamarink um who liked it so uh, i'm gonna give that one a shot and we'll we'll see what that's like um and then there's another one yeah Mm -hmm. no go ahead go ahead no good um oh for some reason it, it just stuck in my head um to watch Speed Racer. I don't know why I never watched it. The Wachowski's uh, version from a while ago. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a spin. I'm not expecting great things, but um, I've got it on the docket. I'd say I I Between would that and uh, yeah. I was I'd just say I'd, I'd, I'd probably enjoy watching Speed Racer more just for its inventiveness than I would watching Avatar again. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So that's a good, uh, that's a good critique. So, so I'll do that. And then, um, cocaine bear is now on the streaming services. So I'll definitely well, I've got some friends, uh, yeah, the Irish friends of mine are planning excursion to the cinema tomorrow to go see cocaine bear. And, uh, so I'll, I should be able to see that tomorrow. Um, that should be a fun one. If it's a busy, busy cinema. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we can and, catch up next. Yeah. And, and the other one, I just seen a still from, and I thought this is, this looks amazing. Who's this from? And it, it turned out to be, uh, an old movie from, uh, Takeshi Miki. Um, and it's called the, the great yokai war from 2005. Oh, um, wow. and it, it's, have you seen it? It's insane. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. Uh, so, so I've got that on the docket, uh, to, to watch this week. Um, but the imagery, you know, have you, uh, no, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Have you seen any other, have you seen any other yokai stories from, from anyone even, you know, anime or yeah, I have over the years. Yeah. So, 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 okay. so I'm familiar with, you know what to expect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that again, kind of going back to production design, this one looks great. <laughs> I just, just looks, it looks like a lot of fun. Unlike many of those others. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not to temper it too much or sell it too hard, but uh, yeah, yes, and you know it's a meat case, so you're going to get something at least that looks good, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be boring, is it? Cool, exactly. It is not boring, right? Uh, and I think uh, we will be coming to the end of the episode now, and I am going to press the big red button again.
You may be in grave danger. Two oceans.